Jaya Nichananga, Jaya Dvita Chandra Jaya, Gora Bhakta Binda, Hari Nama Hari Nama, Hari Nama Evakevanam, Kalo Nasti Vinasti So today, I want to continue a little bit more and uh, speak about Tukaram. Tukaram was such a transcendental personality. Um, and Tukaram was just uh, totally out of this world. And as the story goes, a Vaikuntha playing king and took around back to Godhead. Um, that in itself is something, uh, something extraordinary. Um, Srila Prabhupada in the Chaitanya Charitamrita also has, uh, has mentioned the connection that Tukaram had with, uh, with Lord Chaitanya and uh, can just now quickly dig that up to to Karam search hmm don't know why it didn't show up all right but I have a number of quotes here in India especially in Bengal and Orissa there are millions of followers of Lord Chaitanya in Maharashtra, a saint of the name Santukaram, who was also a follower of Lord Chaitanya, was, and he has overflooded the whole Western India with Sankirtan movement. From a letter to Mandali Bhadra, Los Angeles, 3rd of February, 1970. Since that time, in various parts of India, the cult of Sankirtan has spread up like fire and has been accepted as the only process of transcendental realization by many saints, as, such as Tukaram in Maharashtra and others. It is said that Saint Tukaram got inspiration of the holy name Hare Krishna by Krishna Chaitanya, Abhangri 3875, and since then he flooded the whole of Maharashtra and Western India by the Sankirtan movement. Uh, from the Back to Godhead magazine, from between... Uh, Volume 1, Parts 1 and 4, 1944, The Science of Congregational Chanting of the Name of the Lord, Sankirtan. The uh, historian Biman Bihari Majumdar, who is, uh, is, has uh, thoroughly studied uh, the Gaudiya Vaishnava Sampradaya, has uh, and has made a, a substantial 
contribution. Um, it is Bibi Majunda who is giving us the history of our link with the Madhva Sampradaya, which I have presented earlier. And here we're seeing something from uh, Bibi Majunda, which I will read now. It is from a, uh, a journal um, and, uh, published by the Indian Congress. And uh, where Biman Bihari has published this article. And at the end, I'll give the proper quote. It's published on JSTOR. Medieval India, Chaitanya's influence on Tukaram and Tulsidas by Biman Bihari Majumdar Patna. The close affinity between Maharashtra and Bengal in the field of politics in the first decade of the present century is preceded by a closer affinity between them in the spiritual field and in the 16th and 17th centuries. Krishnadas Kaviraj, in his Chaitanya Charitamrita, written between 1612 and 1615, that is, more than 100 years after the pilgrimage of Chaitanya to southern and western India, states that Chaitanya spent a few days at Pandapur, which is referred to as Pandupura. Chaitanya is described to have come to this famous center of Vaishnavism after his visit to Surparuke and Kolapur. The identification of Pandupur with Pandarpur becomes unmistakably when it is related that Chaitanya bathed there at Bhimarati and saw Vitalnath. He met Sri Rangapuri, a disciple of Madhavendra Puri, who is described as, an, as one initiating the Bhakti movement in Bengal. Vindavandas, the direct disciple of Nichananda, states that his master visited Suparaka and possibly met Madhavanipuri somewhere near that place. He does not directly mention the name of Pandapur, but as Pandapur was the greatest center of the Bhakti gold in the Deccan, it may be surmised that the meeting took place at Pandapur. Had it not been so, Sri Rangapuri would not have resided there for a considerable period. The Bengal Vaishnavas seldom visited Pandapur now, but at the beginning of the 16th century, the case was different. Krishnadas relates how Sri Rangapuri, in course of, this com of his conversation with Chaitanya, mentioned that the son of Sachi Devi and Jagannath Misra became an ascetic and became known as Sankaranya, and that he breathed, breathed his last at Pandapur. Chaitanya now disclosed that this Sankaranya was his elder brother. Had not the Pandapur element been sufficiently sorry, uh, popular in Bengal, so many sannyasis would not have gone there on pilgrimage. It appears that it was not uh, a one-way traffic. Chaitanya possibly enriched the Pandapur movement by his magnetic personality. We do not get any authentic account of the effect of Chaitanya's pilgrimage in the Deccan from his Bengali and Sanskrit biographies, but reference to Chaitanya in the Abhangas and autobiography of Bahini Bai, 1628 and 1700 AD, furnish a clue in the matter. She begins her autobiography with salutation to Shiva Parvati and Matsindriyanath, and then states that her guru Tukaram, 1608 to 49, receives his initiation mantra from Babaji Chaitanya, who in his turn got it from Kesava Chaitanya, the disciple of Raghava Chaitanya, 
The guru of Raghava Chaitanya is described as Vishwambara, the name of Chaitanya, when he was a householder. Four generations of gurus cover 100 years and the interval between the birth of Tukaram and the assumptions of the ascetic rope by Chaitanya is 102 years. This makes it plausible, plausible that there was some intimate connection between Chaitanyaism and Tukaram. This hypothesis is strengthened by an abanga of Bahini Bai, in which she says, my line of guru ancestry is from the great Chaitanya. In remembering his greatness, I'm also great in having. I make my satsanga namaskar to him. Let us offer our obeisances before Sadhu Chaitanya Raj, which means Chaitanya, the prince among the saints. Chaitanya is the all-pervading Satguru. He has manifested himself to me in the form of Tukaram, the merciful. I'm always contemplating him in my heart. The subject of my heart's contemplation is Tukaram, both in inner thought and outer action. I know not religious path, giving repetitions of divine names, methods of sitting in bodily postures, but I do know how to contemplate forever the feet of Chaitanya. Sada Sarvakala Janam Chaitanya Pada. This is almost an unmistakable recognition of the influence of Chaitanya on Tukaram, his line of spiritual teachers as well as followers. The close similarity between some of the prayers of Tukaram and the verses composed by Chaitanya also furnishes the strongest proof of this influence. Chaitanya has sung. He may embrace or tread upon this insect clinging to his feet or give me mortal pain by banishing me from his sight or in whatever other ways he may behave to gratify his passion. Yet is this loving cheat none other, the darling of my heart. Almost in the same strain, Tukaram sings, Now I submit me to thy will, whether thou save or whether kill. Keep thou near me or send me hands or plunge me in the war of sense. Now bring I the faith complete and lay my life before thy feet. Do thou, O God, what seems best in thee, in thee alone I rest. Chaitanya speaks of the recitation of the holy name of God thus, Fool are thy names, thou dost manifest. Them thou hast imbued with all thy power. There is no fixed hour for thy recollection. Such is the greatness of thy mercy, Krishna, Lord. In another verse he says, Oh, when will my eyes overflow with tears? My voice husky with love, choke all utterance on my lips, and all my limbs vibrate with tender joy on taking thy secret name. We find almost similar ideas in Tukaram who says, no particular time is necessary for the contemplation of God. It should be done always. Again, Tukaram sings, Lord, let it be that when, when, thy, name, when thy name into my thoughts shall come, my love to thee shall mount like flame, my lips with joy be dumb, filled 
are my eyes with happy tears, with rapture every limb. Yeah, with thy love my frame appears, filled to the very brim. Thus all my body's strength I'll spend hymns of joyful praise. Thy name, thy name I'll sing, not ever end, through all the nights and days. Neither Chaitanya nor Tukaram desires to have Nirvana Mukti. Chaitanya said, I covet no wealth, nor retinue, nor even the lovely maid, Posi, Lord of the universe. Not for these, I address these in my prayers. To thyself, supremest master, in my every successive life, may thou please be pleased to grant me the causeless devotion of thy love. In the same strain does Tukaram sing, Hear, O God, my supplication. Do not grant me liberation. Tis what men so much desire, yet how much this joy is higher, home of every Vaishnavite, see with glow of love alight, by their door with folded hands, full attainment waiting stands, heavenly joy is not for me. Hmm. For it passes speedily, but that name how strongly dear, that in songs of praise we hear, yes, thou dark as clouds that lower, knowest not thine own name's power, Ah, says Tuka in this, it is this, makes our life so full of bliss. There is a tradition prevalent in the Bengal school of Vaishnavas that Kamabhata and Singhabhata, whose names are mentioned in the Chaitanya chart and read of Krishna's Kaviraj among the followers of Chaitanya, belong to Maharashtra. Two of the couplets of Tulsi, okay. So then he goes into Tulsi Das, which is another matter. Um, which I'm, I'm leaving in this, leave it out in this discussion. And so this was from Majumdar, Bimini Muhar, Majumdar, Biman Bihari, Chaitanya's influence on Tukaram and Tulsidas, Proceedings of the Indian History Congress, Volume 28, 1966, PP 275 to 279, uh, jstore.org. Sta slash stable slash four four one four zero forty four zero accessed eighteen August twenty twenty. Mm. So very nice. Huh? We see uh, this article is really interesting. I thought uh, a uh, Biman Bihari Majundar as went really into the connection. Um, found work of the disciple of, of Tukaram, who then uh, came with the, uh, gave the, uh, the Guru Parampara, which would trace back four generations and would cover 102 years, which would, would work. Uh, generally, we find descriptions, Tukaram living um, from some say 166, some say 1608 to 1650. Um, in, in Chaitanya Charitamrita, uh, Srila Prabhupada mentions that Kuram is a disciple of Lord Chaitanya. Um, we see this now historically a little bit more clarified because how could he be a disciple uh, if there was no personal, if they were not contemporaries, of course, uh, so sometimes we see uh, such references, disciple. Uh, we see like how sometimes it's said that uh, Naratam 
was the disciple of Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami, but there's also a hundred years in between. Uh, it means, in this case, there was that deep uh, siksha connection, uh, uh, or coming in the disciplic succession from, uh, uh, and we see that according to Bibi uh, Majunda, uh, Majunda's work, we're seeing then that, uh, yes, Tukaram comes in the disciplic succession from uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Then the second thing he does, Bibi uh, Majunda, he is also making a comparison between some of the Abhangas and the six Astakam. Uh, he gives his own uh, poetic uh, translations uh, of the six Astakam. But it is very interesting how uh, very much the same Siddhanta, the same Siddhanta of no interest in liberation or in heavenly pleasures, but simply birth after birth, the uh, to continue chanting the holy name. Srila um, uh, Prabhupada, of course, points out that Tukaram had that connection with Lord Chaitanya and spread the, uh, the Sankirtan uh, all over Western India. Um, also, Bibi Majundar mentions two personalities that are mentioned in the Chaitanya Charitamrita who were amongst Chaitanya's associates, who were actually hailing from, uh, from Maharashtra. The central hub in Maharashtra is Pandapur, is that place of Vitalnath. That is the, and that influence of Vitalnath is, is like very, very strong. He is the presiding deity uh, of, we could call him Maharashtra Iswara. Just that Prabhupada had Londoniswara or Parisiswara. Uh, Vitalnath is the fame of Vital, of Lord Vital, has spread all over Maharashtra. And Kirtan parties are everywhere. So, uh, in this way, this uh, I think we um, we have a, a perspective now on the link. There are also stories that. Uh, that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu appeared in a dream, in a dream of uh, of uh, of, of uh, Tukaram, and a number of an abanga was given, but that number didn't correspond to anything. But uh, I do have some notes on that, and I'll get them as well. Um, one second. So this has been done. This is from some uh, work, some correspondence between Chaitanya Charan Das and uh, Vindavan Das, who wrote, who is the author of a book called Sant Tukaram. Tukaram, sorry, Sant Tukaram. 
I have the book, but it's upstairs right now. I didn't bring it down, so I'll, I'll have to. Uh, hmm. But there is a reference there of how Tukaram is initiated. And what he writes there in his book um, is this. You can read in my book, Santakaram, on page 100, how San, uh, sorry, Santukaram, on page 100, how Santukaram is initiated. Lord Krishna hears his sincere prayers to accept him as a disciple. At that time, Lord Krishna is, is thinking, Tukaram does not believe in Advait philosophy, so he's not going to accept anyone as guru who is Advaitavadi. So Lord Krishna appears to Tukaram in a dream and initiates him. Santukaram writes, Maniyele Swapli Guru Cha Updesh Darila Vishwas Drutmani. And what was that dream? He explains. And another Abanga, Santukaram says, Mazi Fito Bacha Kesa Prem Bhav Apanachi Dev Hoi Guru. Means Lord. Vital is so loving, he becomes my own guru. That is Lord Krishna who appeared as Lord Chaitanya and initiated many devotees in various ways, as you have nicely explained, through his siksha and became guru of many disciples. All right. Mm -hmm. Then... Uh, So then there's, there's uh, some other reference there. Um, Srila yeah. Prabhupada mentions in teachings of Lord Chaitanya, introductions of Lord Chaitanya about Tukaram as follows. Mm. On the banks of the Bhima, he spiritualized one Tukaram, who became a religious preacher. This fact has been admitted in Abangas, which has been collected in volumes by Mr. Stayendra Tagore of Bombay Civil Service. Hmm. Okay, that ends there. Uh, Lord Chaitanya enacted his pastimes in this world from 1486 to 1534, and Tukaram was present from 1608 to 1650. There are some differences in opinion about the date of birth of Tukaram Maharaj amongst historians. One has to understand that, Lord, that the Lord and his devotees cannot be bound in time and space. Tukaram Maharaj in his Abhangas explains uh, his Sampradaya, uh, which is as follows. Satya Guru Raya Krupa Maj Keli Paranai Gadda Sevakai Sapadvila Bhatta Jata Gangasnan Mastakita Jana Tevila Kar Bhojana Makti Tu Praveshwar Padila Vishar Shapna Maji Kaikala Upajala Antarai Manoni Alkai Tarajali Raghav Chitanya Kesav Chitanya Sangitali Kun Malichalikde Babaji Appala Sangitala Nam Mantra Dila Ram Krishna Hari Maksuda Dasami Pahoni Guruvar, Keli Angigar, Tuku Mahani. Um, 
Anyway, so that is in, in uh, the same thing written in, uh, in Marathi. Um, so, uh, yes, yeah, some correspondence is there in these notes. So anyhow, a similar point, um, but uh, I think Bibi Majundar has sort of clearly and lucidly established uh, the fact. So that was, was nice, I thought, because uh, that brings clearly Tukaram into the, uh, the Sampradaya of the, uh, yeah, of, of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Okay, let me now look if I can find some. Mm-hmm. Just a moment, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to. If there's anything of chanting, then I'll, I'll find it. Okay, let's see. Uh, we'll read a few things and then we will. Uh, um, 479. Okay, let's, let's first read a bit about Krishna. 1209. Abanga 1209, 1194, 1988, 1206, oops, now we went a little too far. Krishna is born, Abanga 1209. Krishna is born in Goku. The evil have begun to tremble. When Krishna became incarnate, from house to house, there was a great rejoicing. With great affection, all sing his name. They dance for joy continually. Tuka says, sin vanishes away. They call on his name joyfully. 12.10. He who has all the worlds within him, Hari, becomes a child in Nanda's house. How great a marvel. We cannot understand Kanoda's character. He who satisfied the thirst of the world is fed by Yasoda. He who wills the world the husband of Kamala, the gopis carry him on their hips. Tuka says he enjoys the love of women and still he is chaste. His childhood is tricks, the complaints of the neighbors and his mother's scoldings. 12.11 As Brahma sports among the cowards, the girls fasten his throat to the churning staff. He runs up to Yasoda and asks for a meal. He runs after the cows to the wood. Tuka says he's a cunning fellow. He feigns simplicity and comes begging to you. 12.12. The infant Hari is playing in Mathura with anklets on his feet, necklace, girdle, and armlets. His mother looks on his face. Her spirit cannot contain her joy. 
blessed are mankind today. Brahma has been embodied in the store of merit, sweet child. Yet I waste my time in speaking. So child, dearer to me than life itself, men and women of all classes gather in crowds. They forget who they are. Mothers and daughters have forgotten their homes. They lay aside fear and all that belong to it. Hunger and thirst have vanished. Even though they stay at home, their spirits are with him. Eagerly eat, seek to find a time to meet him. All delicacy, all care of their persons, they have forgotten. There is no place for shame here. Each forsaken her pleasant bed and runs towards him. Girls, men and women are all fascinated. All are fascinated. Women playing with their children have forgotten even them. Young men and maidens have lost all sense of themselves. When once they see him, they cannot remove their eyes from him. Enmity ceases among them. None distinguishes himself from others. Grief, longing for home, and sorrow are crushed and forgotten. Tuka says, He has filled them with joy like his own. My Lord plays with affectionate joy in the image of a child. His mother sees him eating dirt. She ties him with a tether. He takes his net and blanket and stick. He strings his horn behind his back and tends the cows. Great is the might of faithful devotion. God has become the child. Tuka says, as a reward for, for our devotion, God comes running after us. The gopis look and find the milk pail upset. They say, Nanda's boy has been thievish today. The gopis look and find the milk pail upset. They say, Nanda's boy has been thievish today. No one but he can have made this waste, Tuka says. I keep company with him. He has blotted from my mind the distinction of good and bad. Krishna's stealing. Krishna's stealing is now glorified. Krishna's stealing is now most desirable. Krishna's stealing is all we want. Ah. When will Krishna come and steal, steal our yogurt and butter? Oh, when? When will he come to our house? Uh, he has not come. He has not come for so long. He went everywhere. Why is it that Krishna doesn't steal, doesn't steal the butter and yogurt from our home? Ah, yes, Tuka says. Good and bad, I, I, mundane morality is lost, is gone, is no longer a consideration. Whatever the Lord does is right. There is no question of judging Krishna in right and wrong because such morality does not apply to Krishna. Krishna comes, descends to this world and manifests his eternal pastimes of the spiritual world. Oh, Lord Ramachandra. Lord Ramachandra is bound, bound by laws of Dharma. And therefore, Lord Ramachandra, although he is the Supreme Lord, he is bound, bound by ropes of Dharma and therefore not displaying, not displaying his actual eternal transcendental nature. But Krishna, Krishna is above the law. Krishna, whatever he does, when he steals, 
it is blissful. When he performs the pastimes with the maidens of Vrindavan, oh, there is no immorality. Krishna is this, the proprietor. No one is the proprietor. No man is the proprietor of any woman, actually. Everyone belongs to Krishna. No parent is the owner of a child, actually. All children are children of Krishna. And so, in this way, uh, there is one proprietor, and that proprietor is Krishna. We Ksetragya, we're hearing about the knower of the field in the Bhagavad Gita. It says there are two knowers of the field, the owner and the cultivator. We are the cultivators of the field, working on the field, but it is not our field. We did not create the field. We do not own the field. We simply cultivate the field and can take a little bit of the produce just for to keep body and soul together. But Krishna is the true owner of the field. And in this way, um, Krishna is the true owner the owner of the body, the owner of, of both the spiritual and the material world. Aham sarvasya prabhavo mata sarvam pravartate iti mata bhajante mam buddhabhava samanvita. So, yes, Krishna. Uh, Krishna is everything. Vasudeva sarvamiti. Let's carry on with the Abhangas, 12.15. When the feast is set, Krishna begins his forwardness. The garlanded God mixes all the food together. Give me each kind separately, he says to his mother. And he clasps his hand together and throws himself on the ground. What a froward child you are, you mischievous boy. Take something else. Krishna says, I don't want it. <coughs> now what am I to do? I must not beat him. He won't be pacified if I try to reason with him. I didn't, I don't know what to do. You've mixed them up. Now separate them. Why don't, why do you torment me? Says his mother to Hari. So she makes him undo his work and put an end to the confusion. He was pacified and said up, Oh mother, you've brought him well to his senses, laying aside your own pride. How on world, word, put the trouble right. He covered the dish with his skirt and restored all <clears throat> as it was before, separating each kind of food. His mother was amazed when she grasped his intention in her mind. She says, there's no one like you. She rejoiced with overflowing gladness. She folded him in her arms and embraced him. <clears throat> A stream of joy was let loose at that feast. Tuka says, oh, Leave some remnant for me. <laughs> yes, leave some remnant for me. And the demigods, the demigods appear as birds when Krishna is eating with the cowherd boys. And when there are any crumbs, the demigods, they are just picking up the crumbs, the remnants, the remnants of, of, of Krishna's feast. Uh, <coughs> 
What do you need? Why do you go stealing? Stealing? How often must I speak to you, Hari? And you heed me not. You keep running away from me further and further. You, you unnatural, unmanageable child. I love you with a mother's fond devotion. How long shall I suffer the blame that people give me? Time is ever passing on. You must learn to keep still and set me free from blame. I'm occupied with many tasks in the house. You run away, Hari, and escape my sight. I follow you up and leave no pains untried. But I cannot keep sight of you for a moment. Oh, infinite one, I cannot love you too dearly. When I say so, do not vanish from my eyes. I want no one with me, none but you, O Canova, Lord of Tuca, possessed of every attribute. And so Mother Yasoda uh, is deeply, deeply uh, absorbed in caring for her child, who is just uh, her, her only meditation. Uh, at every moment, she is either thinking of Krishna, either working for Krishna, making arrangements for Krishna, making plans for Krishna, um, somehow or other, uh, totally absorbed only, only in service to Krishna. Ah, we pray, we pray as we're reading these abangas, we pray for absorption, we pray, we pray that something of that pure devotion of Yasoda may rub up off on us that we may also become uh, become uh, really purified to the stage of being great uh, of being free from all distraction free from any other desire and just simply Simply engage in uttama bhakti, uttama, beyond, beyond tamas, beyond the modes of material nature. Just simply engaged in activities uh, dedicated to, to Krishna. Oh, Yasoda, oh, Yasoda, one who gives fame. Huh? Your name means one who gives fame. If we simply uh, become your servants, yes, if we become your servants and also make arrangements for Krishna's pleasure, arrangements to, uh, to make Krishna uh, uh, fully satisfied. And then we can also, uh, then we can also attain perfection. Mm. Then Krishna and the gopis. Five, 1217. Five or six cowherd damsels meet and complain to Yasoda. Why have you born such a thievish child, such a strange and impudent creature? There is neither milk nor curds nor butter hanging from the peg. The pantry is empty. He has taught his mischievous tricks to our children and infatuated our son's wives. Make haste and teach him better, or we shall lose our own souls and have nothing left. All of us women will meet and plague him. You and I will cease to be friends. 
He pays no attention to other people's rights or public opinion. He acts anyhow and goes anywhere. When we're not at home, he looks at and enters our houses. He kisses our clothes and rolls up upon the beds. He breaks the hanging pots and the vessels of milk. We cannot catch hold of him. Now we neither love nor fear him. He pays no attention to us. If we can seize him, we will do as we like with him. We've put up with him for a long time. We never formed any plans against him because he's your only son. I will heartily bind his feet to a pillar so that he cannot stir. Though you offer me gold or life, I will never let him go. I do not care what happens to me. Krishna's mother takes him and enhance him many a time to the cowherd damsels. If you speak harshly to him, my child will grow passionate. Where he lays his hand, butter is formed and waves of nectar. When they saw Tuka's Lord, all the women forgot their cruelty and themselves. 1218. The cowherd damsels meet and complain to Yasoda. The There is neither milk nor curds nor ghee left hanging from the peg. He collects the lads and comes to, to steal it. He carries it off smartly and eats it before our eyes. This is a trick of Haris, a trick of his. Keep him away, even if you're not ashamed of him. If we catch him, you and I will have nothing to do with each other. You think it's amusing and he enjoys himself? What are you laughing for? Have you gone mad? Shall we follow your example? The lad has misled our girls. How can we tell his naughtiness? We feel ashamed to mention it. He soils his face with dirt and stands with his head covered. Then says, Dasavanti, bring him here and we will teach him. He torments everyone at home and abroad, even the watchmen themselves. He gets into the big pot of foaming milk and eats the butter there. The milkmaids have met together and tied a halter around his neck. They fasten him to the stone mortar and tell him to be still. Ha! We've caught you, Hari. You won't go stealing from today. They look at each other and laugh. They all went their ways. Then Hari lifted up the mortar, and with it, he broke the two white Arjuna trees. A loud crash arose. Dasavanti was alarmed. Um, she speedily ran to Tuka's generous Lord and embraced him. Mm. So, very sweet. Uh, we see how Tuka was deeply absorbed in, in the past times of Krishna. And... Uh, and, and gives us wonderful descriptions of these pastimes. Um, Tukaram is, is seeing the pastimes of Krishna. He's not just, uh, whether he sees them in front of his eyes or in his mind's eye, uh, but as poets say, uh, he appears on the pathway of the mind, <clears throat> on the so, in this way, of the mind's eye. And so, we are very, uh, we also pray that Krishna may appear on the path 
of our mind's eye and that we may always see him within and there is no difference when narada muni was meditating within on the supreme personality of godhead and when he saw the lord within then at one point he opened his eyes and saw the lord standing before in front of him this is the nature uh, when we see the lord within bahir nisin nisin ridaye nisingo bahir nisio ridaye nisingo outside of us there's lord nisinga inside of our heart there is lord nisinga there's no no difference when the lord is in the heart he will also manifest everywhere everywhere then we'll see the lord everywhere at any time at any place bahir nisingo vidaye nisingo so this is the beauty mm. 1219 now say the gopis we will catch them both and beat them and they will never give up their mischievous habits now they found how sweet the milk is we will shut them up in the house we will look out for them without speaking still says took a great ban of krishna's companions call out to him 1220 are his tricks few no indeed there are many and passing falls the cows are continually let loose and the little cowards get into disgrace they're always shouting after them nobody keep them in order tuka says his mother often beats him at home i've often got into disgrace by joining his tribe of comrades the son of nanda has thoroughly shamed his parents faces they proclaim a bad name for me they hide their faces when people complain of me tuka says how many such fathers and mothers i've had in ages past 1222 I will sing the tale of his frolics. He guarded his comrades and the cows. He stole the butter. He got himself tied by the neck. Oh Gopal, this is how you amused yourself. He enchanted the cowherd damsels with the strains of his flute. Let us sing of his merry exploits, his fun and coaxing tricks with his parents. Let us recall and enjoy them in our minds. He crushed the wicked. He protects the faithful. Does let us say our master shows his might. Tuka says, let us exalt him by proclaiming all this. Let us dwell with him continually forevermore. Let us describe the pastimes of Krishna, and let us just forevermore, forever, evermore, continue to glorify Krishna uh, more and more. Yes, we'll do it forever, more and more. is is our desire uh, and in this way we can see um how tukaram is indeed uh, indeed um fully in the mood of shri chaitanya mahaprabhu and uh, yes there are uh, there are there are more verses um which are also very very nice um
Yes, let's see. 1288. One damsel had become oblivious as she sells milk and curd. She cries, Bye, Hari, since her eyes have beheld him, and he dwells in her heart. His name rises to her lips. In her simplicity, she forgets her own belongings, though the miraculous desire of Kuvinda. Tuka says, People laugh at her, but she has no ears for them. Hmm. See? So. He's describing how one of the gopis is, is simply trying to sell milk. But because she has become so overwhelmed by Krishna, as he's calling out, offering her wares and the milk, uh, and she's calling out people to buy, she just has a slip, and from her lips come the woe. As Tuka says, since her eyes have beheld him, and he dwells in her heart, her name, his name rises to her lips. In her simplicity, she forgets her own belongings through the miraculous desire of Govinda. Tuka says, people laugh at her, but she has no ears for them. So in this way, we are sharing the, uh, the ecstasy. Uh, the ecstasy. I'll read 1329. A complaint of Radha. Shut the door. The long night has passed. I'm filled with loving passion. Why has sorrow overtaken me? Some happy one has seized him. Today I'm desolate. I do not see my husband on my bed. Thus Radha speaks to her mate. Narayan treats me lightly. You may call him gentle, but he has no virtuous heart. I will speak to him no more. I know him thoroughly now. He once sent away Garuda and bought Hanumanta. He sent for Satyabhama to come in the form of Sita. He made her ashamed, for she could not change her form. He became Ram, and Bhimaka took Sita's form. Satyabhama gave him to Narada. Now I have learned his real nature. He could not be weighed against heap of, heaps of gold, but one leaf of Tulsi balanced him. Why then do I imagine him to be my spouse? He enjoys us women and yet calls himself celibate. Had this been false, would the Yamuna have made way for him? You and I do not know him yet. Narayan knows the heart of men. He pervades the world, yet he hides from our eyes. When Radha comprehended this, he came to embrace her. Tuka says, with him, faith is the condition which he gives. Mm. One more? Why not? A complaint of Satyabhama, 1330. Satyabhama has made her preparation and sits at home waiting. The night has flown by. God comes not. The flood of her passion swells. She falls into a sadness. Then she hears a knocking at the door. Be gone. I know what your fidelity is worth. This subtlety is meant to gain your own ends. What you say is all pretense. You have waited till daybreak on purpose. I am a silly creature, forsooth, and you are not to be blamed. How you have, how you brought scorn on me when I gave you to Narada. Another time, too, when you made me meet Hanumanta. And after all, I've trusted your words till now. I know 
now what an illusion it was. I believed in your goodness. Your actions are vile and do not answer to your words. Your Lord, you Lord of Tuka's brother, you are a fraudulent schemer. Then says Hari, my dearest, what do you aim these love tones at me? God knows why you're so angry. Why do you utter these idle words? Think before you speak. Give up your folly and be calm. To publish all this would bring a stain on both of us. Open your eyes now at any rate and be sensible. Was anything like your conduct ever known? Did any other woman ever give her husband away? How can I say I am not good? How can you say I am not good when I put up with that? You feel angry, but for my part, I'm astonished at you. Tell me how I made you ridiculous. It was your own pride that, that made me send for Hanumante. You gave pain to me and Garuda and Bhimaka. Tuka's brother says, neither truth nor falsehood can touch him. Then she replies to the Lord of the senses, granted, you've extolled yourself. Why did you defraud me over the flowers? You are a good actor and know well how to play your part. Be gone, Hari, says the daughter of Satyajit. I know well your skill in speech. You have deceived me in the same way up till now. I was carried away by love. I did not want to lose you, and I formed a plan to keep you as my concert in the next birth. Then you made everyone turn their backs on me. How could I see through your subtlety? What can I do? My passion has turned me crazy and brought all this suffering upon me. If it had not been for that, I should have seen your faults. Why, every title of yours proclaims you an adulterator. Your qualities pass all description. No voice exists that can tell how cruel you are. You do not distinguish your own and other people's mother and sister. You delight to set mother and son's wife quality, quarreling. To all this, the king of Vaikuntha replies, do not bring up the past. I will do so no more. I swear and vow it. Tuka's brother says, Kano loves his worshippers. And so, Satyabhama is chastising Krishna and pushing him to bring the Parijata tree. Uh, and, and in this way, um, in this way, we are seeing how Krishna is relishing uh, different loving exchanges with his devotees. And we can see how Tukaram is, is deeply, deeply absorbed in, these, in that reality, in that eternal reality, and forgets about the temporary illusion of this world. And when, oh when, will that day come that we also will become absorbed in the transcendental reality and forget about all the temporary illusions of this world. Hare Krishna.